Well, howdy. It's the Fight Site boys. We're here for another alternate commentary. Uh, this one's coming out over the weekend, same slot that we typically do, uh, you know, like the pay-per-view fights or whatever Whatever fights have just happened for the UFC. Uh, there are no fights this weekend that I'm <laughs> aware of, so uh, you get this instead. Uh, shout out to our patron, Alex Hawkins, who's been very consistently requesting that we watch these fights every month, and he has very good taste in fights. Uh, the fight today is going to be uh, Justin Gaethje's UFC debut versus Michael Johnson. Uh, so with me, I have a Michael Johnson expert in Jerome <laughs> Raleigh Darn, and I have a Justin Gaethje expert in uh, Tumen, also known as Iggy. Uh, so what's up, guys? How you how you doing, and how you feeling about this fight? Well, the only thing that I'm worried about right now is that I'm going to just start yelling instead of commentating the fight. Just pumping my fists in the air, pumping my chest yelling woo the whole way through instead of actually offering insightful analysis or any of that no one could blame you do that that's that's totally reasonable yeah i mean a lot of this fight is it's tough to focus on really specific things because it's just a car crash a lot of it um (laughs) but yeah i mean there's a lot of cool stuff that's happening in it so i'm excited for it it's actually been a while since i've watched it mostly because michael johnson losses tend to be like a lot funnier and more preferable to watch. <laughs> uh, but this one is just, it's kind of sad in a way that losses more conventionally are. So, you know, it was a strong effort from both and it's definitely a, a thank you for requesting it, Alex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've done I've done lots of commentaries with uh, Dan Albert on the Pugilistic Classics episodes, and I found that with certain fights, certain fights are technical fights, and there's lots of technical small de- small technical details going on, and that's why they're hard to commentate and hard to focus on like uh, the individual stuff, and you have to talk more about the conceptual stuff. And with certain other, this fight is kind of like. It's as Sriram said. It's a car crash, and so there's lots of individual, like big moments, big massive shifts in momentum going on. And uh, at the same time, both are also doing doing really crafty things. So uh, we'll see how good of a job we'll be able to do. But uh, uh, I mean, I guess we could spread the load, <laughs> so to speak. So one would be yelling wow and all that other stuff the other one would be doing technical analysis and the other one would be focusing on the exchanges i don't know <laughs> yeah uh on the fight so going in i think a lot of us were favorite so I, i'm pretty sure gaethje was the favorite on the books and i'm also pretty sure a lot of people were like why is gaethje the favorite on the books um gaethje started out in the ufc fighting like three of his worst possible matchups just for his archetype uh, michael johnson eddie alvarez and dustin poirier were like really dynamic pocket boxers who could take a guard apart really well. So the fact that Gaethje won this in itself is a pretty decent credit to him, even given that Michael Johnson is Michael Johnson. And this was a pretty good form of Michael Johnson. So contextually, this is honestly maybe the win I'm most impressed with for Justin Gaethje, even all these years later, uh, and even with a pretty solid career afterwards. Um, But yeah, it's also probably Michael Johnson's swan song. What's interesting about Michael Johnson is you could uh, think about him as a bit of a precursor for the, for the Dustin Poirier fight. A lot of the things that uh, where J- Michael Johnson was able to have success were the things that Dustin Poirier zeroed in on and uh, sort of exploited them in order to win uh, his fight against Justin Gaethje. For sure. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of like uh, when I wrote the Michael Johnson article, um, 
he did a lot of the stuff against Joe Lozon that Dustin Poirier did against uh, Gaethje. Just <laughs> at like a way lower level, you know, ripping apart a high guard with like the right hook, right uppercut change up and like going wide and narrow, that sort of thing. So yeah, I mean, it's it's an interesting parallel to make and I think we'll see a lot of the same sort of, the, the struggles that Justin Gaethje had here that he probably wouldn't meet uh, moving forward aside from his losses. Uh, and even yeah. the loss to Khabib didn't have the same sort of dynamic. It's just, it's uh, on the feet, it's a unique matchup. Mm-hmm. What's also interesting is that the thing that uh, people were like bewildered by the fact that bewildered by the fact that Justin Gage was the uh, favorite is uh, it's kind of the narrative of Justin Gage's career. Everyone kind of focuses on the fact that he's a like a shit-hitting wild man, and everyone assumes that he's just this like uh, punch-drunk caveman that <laughs> can only punch hard, uh, go forward, and le- kick leg, and <laughs> that's it. But uh, in this fight, the reason why he won was that he was able to demonstrate a lot of like little, small, interesting, crafty things, and we're going to go over those details uh, during the commentary. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I, when this fight happened, I wasn't really in the business of having uh, technical reads on fights, but I was very excited because I actually watched Justin Gaethje's entire career up to that point i you know just coincidentally i was like on board right away with world series of fighting i was like oh cool it's on cable tv and they they have interesting fighters like i'm down um and i think he was on one of their first events so i watched his uh, world series of fighting debut i watched all his fights there and i followed him very closely so i was really hyped for this didn't know how good or bad he was really i was just like oh it's gonna be fun uh but yeah so we're gonna we're gonna get into this in a second but before we start just quick reminders for people who are watching so if you're watching the video on patreon you're good you're set you're solid you're a good person nothing left to do if you succeeded in life you're going to heaven uh if you are listening to this on a podcast platform but you are a patron you just prefer for some reason to listen i'm not gonna judge you i'm not gonna shame you You yeah god will do that what you're doing i already have your money i don't really care what you do at this point um, if you're listening on a podcast platform and I don't have your money, uh, that's where we have a problem, you see, because uh, I need your money uh, so the fights I can continue and survive and I can incentivize these people to make stuff. Uh, aren't you I sick of personally it being me need doing the everything? Money. Yeah, yeah, right <laughs> here is the guy. This is who you're funding, his existence. You're funding you my continued existence. The, the, <laughs> the money are the reason why I'll still draw breath. <laughs> If you don't believe, he'll disappear like a fairy. Yeah, I'm just going to so. Or just $3 a month, sponsor your local two-man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, coming to the area next to you in the nearest future, provided Fair. you give us money. The point is that your money goes a long way, and it's the only way the site really makes money, besides merch, which no one really buys, because you guys are cheap. I know, I get it. And you can't be like you know consistently buying merch. That doesn't really make sense. You got like one thing, and you're done. <laughs> I get that. But anyway, uh, there's lots of reasons to subscribe to the fights out on Patreon. I would say the bare minimum reason to subscribe for $3 a month is you get all the exclusive content we have on there. I think everything is available to the $3 tier, and there is a lot, and there's more than you know if you've only seen the things that come across your podcast feed. So check it out. Uh, Tuman actually just uploaded an instructional. Uh, it's like a half hour on, on hooking mechanics on how to throw hooks, and if you've ever seen to. him hit the bag and punch, he's uh, very good <laughs> at punching. Yeah, it's kind of a guide on how to punch uh, well and with power in general, and just kind of punch mechanics and all that stuff. And so, yeah, if you're interested in that, definitely check it out. 
I offer lots of interesting little tip, tips that uh, would go a long way. Get his tips. And then uh, $5 tier gets into our Discord server along with all the exclusive content in our Discord servers. Increasingly a very cool place to be. A lot of interesting people having nuanced discussions about <laughs> a lot of different topics, not just fighting. Um, so yeah, it's one of my favorite uh, chats ever created, really. And it's just getting bigger and better, and uh, I love it. So get in there, uh, unless you suck, in which case, stay out. Um, <laughs> but you know, you know who you are if you suck. Um, you're just like, I'm going to make these people mad. Don't even bother. We're not going to keep you around. Uh, we don't put up with that. So beyond that, there's a content request tiers, which I won't get into too heavily, but this right here is an example of something that came from a content request. Um, you could ask us to watch a fight or multiple fights of your choice, and we'll do it. And you could say, I want you to focus on this during your commentary, and we will. You could say, I want you to make animal noises during the whole commentary. And maybe we'll make some animal noises during the commentary. Yeah, probably not the whole thing. That's that's a really, I don't think I'm qualified. But we'll, we'll do what you ask. Maybe you for a short fight. Do it. Yeah, yeah, like a really like a Lineker Rivera type deal. Yeah, just out fully. <laughs> so there you have it. Um, you guys ready to watch watch a fight? Yeah, I'm ready to go. Okay, so if you are a person who is following along on your own, I don't know why I'm helping you because really I don't want to enable this behavior, but. On Fight Pass, the video is paused at 3 minutes or 3.01. Uh, if you're watching in another way, the fight is paused right when the clock comes up at 5 for the first round. And that's pretty much the only timestamps we're going to give you from here on out. So we're going to do a countdown. We're going to say 3, 2, 1, go. And then on go, we're all going to hit play, and we'll be we'll be watching the fight. So uh, sure, um, it's, 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 I'm going to leave it up to you. <laughs> yep. Uh, 3, 2, 1, play. Oh my god, it's over. <laughs> and right away, we see Gaethje pressing forward. And uh, Johnson is <laughs> already connecting with a straight, stiff left hand. Yeah, I like Johnson right playing guard. it off the, uh, the front kick, too. Yeah, just kind of punching off kicks. Yeah, I mean, it's mm -hmm. not something Ooh, we see Johnson Oh, nice counter by Gaethje. This is also when I first really noticed uh, Gaethje turning his hooks into collar ties and hooking off the collar ties. A lot of people like to uppercut off the collar ties. He really pulls people into his hooks, which I've always enjoyed. Yeah, MJ's doing yeah. a lot of trying to just punch right through the leg kicks, which isn't super smart, but he's having success around the high guard even there. He was able to draw the guard and uppercut through it. Yeah, and uh, Johnson's doing a good job of uh, kind of like th using throwaway shots to exploit Gaethje's uh, habit of throwing 200% <laughs> oh, power good, on every good counter. Headbutt. <laughs> yeah, nice headbutt. And punishing the level Ooh, change. knee by Gaethje. Yep. Gaethje's got great strike selection, man. He he has good eyes for that. Yeah, that uh, little... Because usually, right, we see Gaethje throw the rear leg counter leg kick. Here it's a lot off the lead leg, which makes sense for a Oof. southpaw. Uh, but that headbutt yeah. really kind of took the ring position away from MJ for a little bit, and Gaethje's uh, taking full advantage. Mm-hmm. And there's also where the nice that Gaethje's, left hook uh, of Gaethje. Cage cutting is very intelligent as well, just on the topic of strike, select strike selection. So people are like, oh, he just moved forward and punched. Like, no, he's really good with like, when to use his round like, attacks look at him. To, he's, to cut people off. He's sidestepping to cut off the angle, the escape angle mm -hmm. for Michael Johnson. And Michael Johnson is forced to strike with his back flat against the fence. Yeah, MJ's this being... is the first fight where his eyes are fixed, right? <laughs> Yeah, and uh, you can see it. Like, he's defending in the pocket really well. Compare it to his fights in the WSF against uh, someone like Firmino. Uh, 
like uh, that other Brazilian guy, I forget his name, where he was dinged Calvino. multiple times in the pocket while covering up. That guy's not Brazilian, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, MJ's being reasonably diligent about countering the leg kicks, especially on the lead. And the issue MJ's is, going to the body right yeah. now. He, he's coming out of exchanges, and Gucci's still finding that leg kick. He found at least one of them. Uh, and... MJ's not really defending the leg kicks, right? He, the the way he's doing nah. this is he's trying to dissuade Gaethje from throwing them. But Gaethje, he's really quick on the high guard as soon as he throws the leg kick, which is making it really tough for MJ to uh, get Gaethje to stop throwing them, which is his route to not taking more damage. Uh, but there, that was a nice little right hook counter, a right hook left hand to the leg kick. And Gaethje, though, really beating him up off the hand fight, too, with that mm-hmm. straight. Yeah, like... Gage doesn't only use really a high guard as a cover-up. He's also trying to do, like, hand-fighty stuff. Yeah, like, you can see MJ continue to do the thing. Just now, he, like, closed distance with the, um... <laughs> on the high guard, upper him through it. But... MJ tried to control his high guard, and Gage just ripped his hands out and retaliated uh-huh. with strikes. He's such a good hand <laughs> Like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Don't grab me. And right now, once again. again. I'm so annoyed Ooh. by the way he fought Khabib because this this would have worked a lot better for sure. Yeah. Earlier version of him doing exactly. I mean, I guess, this. but it uh, it may also have led to Khabib just taking him down even faster with a <laughs> since apparently he learned how to do reactive doubles. Yeah, he learned he learned just specifically for Justin Gaethje. He he learned reactive shots. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to check the leg kicks now, uh, but he's not but very good kind at of- it. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of a, like once again a precursor to the Dustin Poirier fight. Dustin Poirier also didn't really check leg kicks. He mostly like tried to counter the leg kicks mm-hmm. by yeah. punching, and as a result, he was <laughs> he was forced to walk on crutches for like several yeah. months. Oh, huge nice uh, fire off, slipped it and came back out. Yeah. He's been doing that the entire fight, starting his combinations, getting a little and bit out the away, and, and continuing his combinations. I'd have liked Those to see. Those knees. Oh, go ahead. Those knees to the body that Gage is throwing are gonna make a lot of hay for him in this fight. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, MJ starting to kind of southpaw jab earlier in that exchange. I'd like to see that a little bit more because that's a lot of yeah. how um, Poirier had his success later in the fight is southpaw jabbing to draw the uh, high guard working off it. Whenever, whenever MJ jabs a lot, he's having way more success because he's forcing mm-hmm. Gage to cover up and kind of finding openings around his guard, yeah, especially to the body. Generally hitting the body, it's just not really backing Gaethje off, and eventually he decides, yeah. I, I want to back him off more than I want to damage him. Ooh, there it is. Massive left uppercut. See, he'd been doing it's that gorgeous. same thing over and over. Lead uppercut. Yeah, I love the uh, outside trip finish on, on the double. Like a- uh, MJ looks really good in this fight. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for a lot of the fight, he'd been counting the leg kick with combinations, and that was the one time that it really, oh, I really see that worked. slipped off. Yeah. <laughs> hitting that Gage is... Tr- Gage is trying to counter instead of like uh, trying to kind of clinch and make his way out it. away from the fence, uh, and that's the end of the round. Yeah, some of my favorite that's... things that, that happened, uh, like the one adjustment he made with his low kicking, uh, when MJ started to abuse his high guard a little bit more, he has crashed forward with the high guard up, just reached out to make sure he knew where the hands were, and just punted punted away off the high guard, and it's like that's a uh, he, he knows he knows his stuff, he knows his game so well. Uh, which is why it's just been really awkward with him changing it, uh, but that right hook is beautiful. I think Ooh. he'll uh, he'll figure it out. <laughs> That's like uh, a half uppercut, a half hook. Yeah, oh. it popped MJ back into orthodox, and he'd been yeah. trying to go orthodox a little bit, uh, like at a time, and it really worked there. Nice outside trip as well. Yeah, there's definitely meme material here with the. 
the way Hooft and MJ are holding each other. I think all of Hoof's guys do that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a it's a Hooft thing. He just likes doing that. Yeah, get in your just face. Kind of, yeah, you get in your face. Embrace. Find a fighter who is fight. Find a fighter who is insecure and has daddy issues, and just all loom of, over all him. All guys have daddy issues. <laughs> <laughs> just pretend right, to well, be their dad. We're on for round two. Gage is back to pressuring. Yeah, counters the jab right away with the overhand. I wonder what Gage's relationship is like with his father. I mean, it's 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 really good. I am assuming. I mean, Gaethje is kind of like weirdly one of the most well-adjusted fighters on the roster mm -hmm. psychologically, despite being a psycho in the cage. Ooh, um, nice counter combination by Johnson. Mm -hmm. And nice counter combination by Gaethje immediately. Yeah, Gaethje's starting to grab him on the way out of the jab. Yeah, which... yeah. The hand fighting, like what I would call like short offense, just you know transitioning into ties is, is really, really working well for him. Yeah, uh, Jen's was... the only other guy that I, that I know that does that a lot in the UFC. Yeah, MJ's doing a lot of work trying to counter the leg kicks. It's just that the changeup is getting to him. And uh, actually, he did some nice stuff in the exchange before to get off the fence, where he was able to like angle off the fence with the uppercut. But he's not able to really keep that up consistently, and he gets damaged a bit too much in this round. To uh, mm -hmm. Gaethje still has this habit of throwing his right hand blind. He kind of just ducks his hand uh, straight forward and uh, like. Uh, throws this booming right hand without really Ooh. seeing where he throws it. Huge counter to the body there from Johnson. Yeah. Nice oh. one. Ooh. He was coming up out of the right hand trying to follow up, and that's when he got caught. So did you say yeah, that that's, a mechanical issue? Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much the mechanical issue with KG. Like, Whenever he throws these massive shots, he kind of takes his eyes off his opponent, so he doesn't really see these counters coming sometimes. Well, he was used and to, to not having his eyes on his opponent because he was blind. Pretty much, oh, yeah. And nice Johnson's. Johnson. Yeah. But <laughs> get you right back to winning the clinch. That was a sick clinch, clinch exchange. And Johnson's mm -hmm. hand speed is uh, like uh, making a lot of hay for him. Yeah. In these exchanges. Oh! Johnson pulls the jab, fires back with the combo, but these extended exchanges, Johnson's doing best when he's keeping it to like mm -hmm. two or three punches and angling off, and he's not really able to do that because of how the ring craft is working. MJ's oh, that nice body oh, that work. Was crazy. And he goes back to orthodox uh, in the middle of it to jab him through the guard. Mm -hmm. See, that's the sort of wide and narrow switch that the Poirier did a lot. Mm -hmm. Oh, another huge, huge shot. To the Left body. straight to the body. Yeah, honestly, Johnson kept up decent work way longer in this fight than I remembered. Basically, the way everybody beat Gaethje was shown in this fight. MJ gave everyone the blueprint. <laughs> <laughs> Everything he did that worked ended up being a huge part of the game plans so that eventually beat Gaethje. I mean, yeah, Gage is kind of obviously. like... No, Gage kind of too, because MJ took him down, so it's all... Oh, <laughs> MJ ducks him into the knee. He's taking good advantage of uh, Gage hunching down with a lot of his right hands and his defense in general. Uh, but, you know, what sunk him was not being inhumanly durable, like uh, Eddie Alvarez <laughs> and Dustin Poirier, to be able to, like, even with these good offensive ideas, not just eat everything that Gage did and continue to build yeah. on it. Like, uh, Gaethje's eye for the counter is really showing itself here. Like, mm -hmm. these are really frantic exchanges, and he still finds his openings. And he still connects a lot. Look at that. MJ draws the high guard with the straight left and immediately goes to the body. That's, like, basically what Eddie Alvarez did for the entire fight. Mm -hmm. but, and also, obviously, the ring craft of Eddie Alvarez Ooh. was a big thing. Big knee. Big he's, knee uh, by Gaethje. His high guard is adapting before our eyes. He's getting yeah. uh, a lot more uh, active with it, like moving his upper body with his high guard, not just standing there and letting him try to hit him. 
Yeah, and Gaethje's having a lot of success pushing MJ back with the jab, too. He, he just rocked MJ. Yeah. With a wizard. <laughs> oh, gigantic uppercut. Right off the hand fight. This is hockey fight Gaethje. Yeah, yeah hockey fight Gaethje is the best Gaethje. Uh-huh. MJ's trying to grab now, and that's never been his game. <laughs> MJ's just hunched over in the uh, corner. And there's oh. that, what you mentioned, the leg kick off the, the, the clinch mm-hmm. or the in-fight. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, Second time he's he's rock, knocked him down with a wizard. <laughs> yeah, the fight could probably be ended right here, honestly. But yeah, MJ's still trying after this point. Is a decent credit. Maybe a ten-seven round if it. Uh, yeah. Big knee to the liver. It. Oh, I mean, it's like huge yeah. right straight. It's weird because MJ did like a lot of good work and it seemed to fall apart and like. A oh, his legs are dead. Yeah. It's funny because Gaethje is also exhausted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For sure. It's just I mean, all, all that, getting rocked and all that body work. Mm-hmm. Oh. Ooh, massive Gronhardt knee. Yeah. That's the delay between him along throwing the, the strikes is uh, very encouraging. Just yeah, that that's he's over. looking for what he can throw, and then because there's nothing coming back. <laughs> <so I'm> <laughs> this is the classic Gage clip. With the one that, <laughs> he's going to shove that guy now. Yeah, he MJ got really scrambled him. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, it's an awesome uh, fight. Insane, awesome fight. Yeah, underrated. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it you could He's say He's doing that, MJ's celebration. Yeah. <laughs> I stole your celebration. <laughs> uh, one of the wildest two-rounders. Right one of the wildest the short fights shambles. in the UFC. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could definitely Damn. see why this right after Khabib could put a ton of mileage on MJ that he never really recovered from. Oh, but, yeah. Oh, yeah, that and his behavior in the gym where he just has gym walls all over the place. Oh, for sure. Yeah, there's kind of no With, way uh, that he would have come out of this. Nikki Holskin. Well. <laughs> oh, big left straight rocks Gagey here. Yeah. 100% sparring with Rumble. <laughs> Robin Van Roosmalen. Yeah. Also in that, I really enjoy how I'm just started turning Gagey as he threw his shots. Um, and... Like and here you can see how Gage's defensive reactions when he's hurt are somewhat lacking. And he he just tries to he goes back to trying to find his counters, when uh, like uh, the really safe way would be to grab a hold of your opponent and like try mm-hmm. to you know, try to find yourself a breather, you know. Especially when he's good at doing that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, a lot of the time he could just really well. default to the clinch when he's hurt and still win there. Like he did that several times in this fight. It's just yeah, that like MJ Gage, was the one who forced the clinch. Gage is not really a masterful clinch fighter, but he's he's uh, good in transitions in like yeah. in these at holding his opponent until he finds his opening to stri- to strike, because he mm-hmm. you know he's strong as fuck. <laughs> it's the best base for MMA. Um, yeah, so that was excellent. Thank you, Alex. Uh, I think we're gonna go watch another one do your other request right now so uh, stay tuned for that uh but yeah i think we're, we're just gonna end this one and uh, and go do another sound yeah. good so three two one